listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we talk to Kerry Bolton from Exit Strategy Group. Kerry has always been known for being ahead of the game. She purchased Freight Management International, a division of Maine Nicholas, in 1987 as a management buyout. She then successfully sold the business nine years later after a multi-million dollar turnaround. She's won Telstra Small Business Award in 1992. She's been a partner in two real estate agencies, one of which she sold. And now she is CEO of her own company, The Exit Strategy Group and Nexus Business Coaching, where she teaches business owners how to build a strong and successful exit plan. Kerry and I just recorded a webinar together talking all about the EOS system and how you can apply it to your business. We talked all about how the system can help arm your business for growth and how it can help you build for a future exit. And indeed, how the tools within the system can also assist you if you are evaluating a business to acquire. So in this podcast today, we run through some questions that came out of the webinar. You can find the on-demand version of that webinar, the show notes at the bottom of this uh, this podcast episode that you're listening to. But today, we're talking on this podcast about the questions that came out of that webinar. So don't go anywhere. Here's our discussion with Kerry. Kerry Bolton, huge welcome to the podcast today. It's so good to have you on the podcast again. Thanks very much, Joanna. It's an absolute thrill for me to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, we are talking at the end of we've just closed off um, a webinar that you spoke on today all about traction and um, EOS, um, and I, I just wanted to today talk a little bit about what that is for any of our um, listeners who weren't able to make the webinar, who missed the advertising and who want to be able to attend because we do have in these show notes a link through to to be able to access the on-demand version. So you can get in and um, access that on-demand version. And this podcast um, is where we are going to pick up on questions um, that came out of that webinar today so that we can answer everyone's questions about the implementation. Now, really quick background, Kerry, can we give just a super quick background about what this topic is and who it's relevant for, for anyone who wasn't on the webinar so they can then go and register for the on-demand? What is sure. traction? What is EOS? Okay, sure. So, um, really, traction is about you, you and your business and um, having a vision, um, vision. It's what we call vision traction healthy. So vision being where everybody is on the same page in, in your business, in your organisation, um, and particularly the leadership team because sometimes you as the entrepreneur and the business owner, you have ideas in your head, but your leadership team hasn't doesn't really share exactly the same view. So having a vision and getting everybody on the same page. Um, number one, traction meaning 
we're all rowing in the same direction. So we understand what all the, um, the components are in our business that we all need to be working on and gaining some traction around using the tools that we have in EOS um, and healthy being a healthy leadership team because, you know what, most leadership teams actually don't get along. <laughs> um, so vision, traction, healthy is really um, the, the three, the, the short version of being able to describe um, what traction's all about. Yeah, and and look, I, I guess from my perspective, look, and I might summarise this absolutely terribly, Kerry, so please... <laughs> So please pop in um, if you think my uh, my summary needs a little bit of refinement. But from my perspective, I, I guess sort of stepping out and and taking the super high level view, you know, traction is is like an operating system for an organisation that is. is relevant, and and it's called, in fact, EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating, operating System. Is that right? System. Did I did Correct. I get that right? I- Correct, the entrepreneurial operating system. And as Gino Wickman, who was the founder of EOS, um, has said, it's like he hasn't reinvented the wheel. Everybody has the same issues. These are the issues that have been around forever in every business regardless. And um, he hasn't all of a sudden come up with these great ideas and be able to uh, come up with with, the, with EOS. He has, through hard work, through own personal experience, through reading and research and investigation and using lots of other input from lots of other people that he absolutely credits with having influence over what he did, um, that he has created EOS as the entrepreneurial operating system. And he's he, he says... Even if you don't use EOS, use one. Choose one system. Just implement it. Don't be distracted by bright another bright, shiny object that comes along. And that's the thing, you know, and, and I guess that's the thing, you know, so who does this apply to? Well, it can be for any size business, really. So from SMEs through to medium-sized business to large businesses, yeah. our listening audience is, is generally SMEs to, to mid-market type businesses yeah. and just so relevant in terms of understanding, you know, the opportunities within their business but how to harness those opportunities with into a system that you implement regularly in terms of how you run your meetings, um, how you how you identify your goals and work back so that the organisation together, so that that is communicated to the organisation, organised and then implemented. So from yeah. my perspective, that's what I see it as. I may yeah. be right or wrong. <laughs> no, 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 it is. It is correct. And also, too, I think what's really this is this is probably slightly off topic, but um, what's really relevant is that um, I know amongst your listening audience, especially too, you know, you have a lot of business brokers, you have a lot of accountants, mm-hmm. and you know they might think about uh, EOS for their own business, but they also could think about it for ways to be able to help their clients to be able to become much better businesses than what they really are. So so there's a real opportunity to be able to give them uh, added value by um, recommending and uh, implementing the uh, the the notion or the ideas. I'll have a look at at least have a look at BOS and have a look at traction or you know have a look at get a grip. So um, uh, anyone that uh, I work with, um, I've always got a copy of traction to give them as a gift because it's so important to be able to at least give give you some sort of deeper background as well. Yeah, 
Oh, look, uh, I just think it's an amazing book and, and you, you know, but, but the reality is I think um, businesses need implementers like you, Kerry, yeah. to come in and, and to make it a reality within the organisation, put in the systems and processes, create the disciplines um, because I think it is a discipline. But now really rapid fire, um, I've got heaps of questions for you, okay. Kerry. So we are going to do this super rapid fire. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's say, so very first thing, just top of your mind, what do you think, um, can you think of an example or a story of where you have seen um, within your clients a great change that has come come about through the implementation of EOS? Um, and, and what is that? What do you think the greatest change has been? Yeah, um, you know, I have a client at the moment that's uh, a small small business. Look, ideally, um, EOS is suited for businesses from about, say, 10 to 250 employees. That's mm-hmm. ideal, if you like, as a target market. Um, but uh, it, I, was, I have a business, client who's a business now and there's three of them. Um, but he's looking to he's in the, his trading and they're, they're looking down the track for he wants to be out of his business in, in the next 10 years. So he's looking at ways in which he can implement um, a succession process yeah. with his business um, that will allow his employees to be able to take over the business. That's what mm. it's about. Mm. So we have we have started we have implemented EOS in the business. Now you might think that this is overkill for a little business like that, but you know what? Um, doing a couple of million dollars a year in sales um, for the first time in his entire business life, we have a scorecard. Is <laughs> we're, we're and it's just revelationary to be able to keep the, to track the numbers, and it takes a little while to figure out which are the right numbers that mm. you need to track. But you know we've now got a um, we've now got three months worth of numbers that have actually stood out where he's um, identifying how the business is actually tracking as opposed to having to wait, as in small businesses, which is what often happens, having to wait for the accountant or the bookkeeper to actually produce you the historical results, you know. Mm-hmm. So now we're week by week we're tracking and being able to forecast because that's being able to forecast is part of the EOS process I, that, you know, I didn't really touch on it a great deal at all in what we talked about in the webinar. So um, getting us looking to be able to actually plan um, and forecast means that you've got to have those numbers in terms of your scorecard. So that's a really good example of a tiny little business, really, that's doing so well. A slightly bigger business where um, being able to come up with all those numbers and share them and have everybody engaged in the business understand really understanding what the business is about mm. as opposed to just seeing invoiced revenue <laughs> a lot of employees think that invoiced revenue is the profit that you put in your pocket mm. you know yeah mm. they don't understand everything else that actually has to come out of the mm. business along mm. the way so um yeah you know we yeah working working with clients the measurables are going to be very different depending on the type of business that they're in yeah, I love that though. You know, the the uh, really tangible example of the implementation of a scorecard to give you real time view on figures and able allow you to be able to forecast rather than just yeah, absolutely you know, looking well, historically. Yeah, well, when I when I uh, stepped into our real estate business, um, and I actually implemented EOS in our in our real estate business, so I was doing. 
not only has had I become an EOS <laughs> professional implementer, but I was also running the business as the integrator, if you like, the general manager. Mm. Let me tell you that I found it, it was actually hard. We were self-implementing in many respects, but um, at, and at the same time, even with all, with the depth of knowledge that I had was gaining myself, mm. um, it was quite difficult. But we implemented that weekly scorecard that, you know, in real estate with the numbers that were really important to us, you know, the, the gross commissions that were uh, booked every week, the um, the appraisals that were in the system mm. so we could forecast with some sort of confidence what where we were going. Um, obviously, cash at bank, which was really important. Um, the people costs that were really important. The uh, management fees that came in from the rent roll, those sorts of things. So, you know, the, whatever's relevant to your business is what you what you need to track. Yeah, mm, and getting live metrics. Um, yes. You know, and 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 the in in your presentation you talked about in the webinar you talked about, um, you know, sort of tracking some of those live figures. So. So you know, not just revenue, as you said, but also the sales, the sales meetings, the proposals that have gone out, the closed deals, right. the completed deals, the yeah. um, the the NPS, the the client um, satisfaction scores. You know, all of that yeah. in a scorecard that just comes out weekly yes. to give you that snapshot. Just yeah. genius, very clever. Um, and you know, of course, reporting nothing new. Everyone's heard about the idea of reporting. It's just a simplicity of how mm-hmm. it's brought together in that scorecard that I really liked and the regularity yeah. and the discipline of yeah. of um of of doing it regularly. Um, right. okay so so on company scorecard let's stick there. Um I I thought one of the things that you said in the webinar was there's some very interest, interesting numbers that came out of looking at the company scorecard. Can, can can we just sort of talk about, like, what is that? What is the, it that you have seen the company scorecard for some organisations reveal that maybe had been less apparent until the company scorecard process came into place? Um, yeah, the, so some of the take, you know, one business, for instance, was some of it was the... Um, uh, the number of repeat visits that they had to make to mm-hmm. clients when they were installing products, mm-hmm. you know, that they weren't tracking that before. Um, and that, I mean, that's a huge cost to a business to yeah. have to do that. So once we started tracking that, we could then go back and say, okay, well, obviously that number, that's that's an issue. Let's drop mm-hmm. it down to the issues list, number one. And then let's discuss it and find out what's going on. Why do we have to go back? You know, what, what what's the root cause of that particular mm. activity that's costing the company a lot of money for us to actually have to go back and, you know, see a client again when we're installing new systems especially? You know, is it is it a supply issue? Is it a, um, a training tool like issue for the the servicemen is it something that they extra that they need to uh, be able to be trained in is because they're not finishing the job properly or 
you know, what, what, what is it? What are the impacts that are actually causing that? That was one that came up in particular that hadn't been tracked before that was really, really revealing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Costing the company a lot of money. Mm. And and I guess that's it. It's a, the whole idea is you know working out what numbers to track to in order to ensure that you have the visibility as to why the numbers are where they are yeah. Um, yeah. at particular points. Obviously, in that instance, there was a lot of loss um, related to these multiple visits, but no one had even sort of been thinking about that as a oh. as a as an expense that could no, be dealt with. Not at all. I mean, one of the other metrics that a lot of people don't track um, is staff turnover. You know, they just say, oh, somebody's moving on, whatever, yes. for whatever reason. And um, I think that's a really important metric to, to track no matter what your business is. Um, and obviously, if you're getting to a bigger size, then it's it's even more crucial. But not a lot of people recognise how much the cost, how much a cost is involved in staff turnover. <laughs> mm. Well, and, and that actually links to, and the problem, of course, with staff turnover, the cost, um, uh, the cost of retraining someone, the cost of recruitment, um, the difficulty in recruitment, yeah, time, energy, yeah. all of those sorts of things, destabilisation yeah. of your current staff, you know, the list goes on and on and on. One of the questions we had of attendees coming into the webinar was they were interested in working out how Traction might be able to assist them with reducing costs. Here's one of the answers, isn't it? You know, yeah. company scorecard visibility is yeah. all about identifying where hidden costs might be lurking that absolutely. you may not even have thought of tracking before yeah, or understanding. absolutely right. And as I said earlier, it takes it takes a while to actually get the right numbers for you to be able to track. It can be, um, you know, something sort of over a few months that you will identify that that now we need to track something slightly different. It's a, it's a uh, it's an art as much as it is a science, you know. So um, and. It, you know, yeah, well, if we need to reduce costs, well, what are the areas that are actually out of whack? You know, yeah. what do we need to look at to be able to identify where those costs are for a start? Yeah, okay, wonderful. Now, um, I'm not sure. I've got I've got a couple of other questions. We've also got a number of questions that came in from attendees to the webinar, so I want to go through those as well. I'll finish mine off and then we'll get into some questions from the webinar attendees. How relevant is the EOS system in helping build a business for exit? Now, I recall the story that you gave about how you you came across EOS. It was in the M&A circle, so it was directly related to your work in building businesses to exit That when you were first exposed to this. So yeah. can we please talk about, I'm really interested in understanding how it might sit on the sell side and then also the buy side. So let's start with sell side. How might okay. this be relevant? So I'm building for a sale into the future. Sure. Um, imagine if you have a business and you identify, well, first of all, you're going to be able to identify, well, where do you want to go? <laughs> what is the vision for the business in terms yeah. of what you want to achieve? What's a, what, are the, what are the targets that you're actually looking at? So... Um, uh, you might have in mind that on the sell side that you you want to achieve a certain number for your business. Actually, this is a case with a client that I'm working with right now that um, when we first uh, had a, you know, went through the, the diagnosis as to where the business is at, we realised in order for them to achieve the, the sort of money that they wanted for their business, they had to improve their profitability four times where they currently are in order to achieve that, 
It was just, you know, that that was the number that we needed to look at. And so we said, right, well, how that's the number we want. That's the end result we want. How are we going to get there? And it was only by able to by being able to identify that initially that we were able to then set in place a plan which we're implementing through EOS to be able to achieve that result. So on the cell side, it's the diag- diagnosis to start with. Let's do the org checkup as well. You know, I do a couple of other di- uh, diagnoses as you as you know around value builder, etc. But um, we look at we look at the readiness of the business especially. And so EOS is a, is, is a perfect system to be able to make sure you stay on track to achieve that result. So on the sell side, you can then go through the org checkup and, you know, if your score is going to be closer, closer to 80%, gosh, you have a very good business to be able to sell. So, okay, great. So that sellers, the relevance to um, building for exit, on the flip side then, um, what about the buy side? And in, in fact, I recall you mentioned that it's actually the buy side as part of investigation of the business um, that someone was talking about the implementation of EOS where this was first where you came across it. So maybe yeah. Talk, yeah. Us, talk us through that buy side. How is it relevant? Yeah. Well, basically, if, if I was to be buying a business, I'd be using the organisational checkup as a way of evaluating how good the business is somewhere, you know, in, inside that realm of EOS. So mm. I'd be trying to, I'd be using that org checkup as a way of scoring each of the individual components in the mm. business and seeing how strong the business is in it. So, you know, running, yeah. because it's actually just as part of your DD process, if you then go, maybe what we'll do is we'll put a link in the show notes. Well, you provided it, the link is part of the webinar. Maybe we just require everyone to go back, have a look at that webinar and pick up the link to the scorecard there. But um, but you're saying just sort of run that organisational scorecard. It's pretty quick, wasn't it? It was like 10 or 20 questions. It's, yes, it's only 20 questions. Yeah. So, yeah, to run the organisational checkup. And, yeah, I provided a QR code that uh, has the link in it. So um, made it really e- makes it really easy for people. Yeah, I would, I, that's how I would use it, quite frankly. Yeah. And that's, that's actually what the M&A people demonstrated at that conference was how they were looking at them and how they how the businesses stack up in each one of the key components yeah brilliant such a good point okay wonderful all right so um we talked about how's it relevant in building for exit we've talked about buy side sell side buy side both two really important areas to consider and just before we move off my questions and on to the attendees questions um i just wanted to talk about rocks rocks is something that you talked about um, as a part of the EOS. Maybe if you can ju- just give a 30-second overview, what are rocks? And then I just want to understand what the benefits are okay. of, of that process yeah. of identifying and implementing the rocks. Okay. So that term was actually uh, first talked about by Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly, highly Effective People, uh, which Gino clearly acknowledges. And, and he, Stephen demonstrated in such a way... Uh, say, okay, you've got a beaker here. What happens if you just, you know, you pour in the sand and the water and you've got all these pebbles and rocks? What happens if you put them in in that order? Of course, you're never going to fit the big things in. But if you do it the other way around, if you put the big things in first, you put the rocks in first and then you put in your pebbles and then you put in your sand and then you put in your water, 
you're probably going to get the whole lot done. So ROCS is actually around identifying what are the absolute critical, crucial things that you need to achieve in the next quarter for you and mm. your business. That's what they are. So getting the big, the really big things done first and being able to then um, get getting people who are accountable for achieving those rocks, getting them also in that process and understanding what the process is all about. So rocks representing the really big things that you have to achieve. Uh, if you were to look at it in the EOS context as well, you'd have uh, the pebbles representing, for instance, the interruptions that you might get every day, you know, um, and, you know, sand which gets you off track and then you're completely blown out of the water. So that's yeah. the concept of rocks. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Um, all right. Now let's just run very quickly. And I know we're covering this really quickly, um, but, you know, we've got an on-demand webinar. You can go back and have a look and watch the whole thing. Um, there's brilliant books around. And, of course, Kerry runs from time to time 90-minute versions of the webinar that we ran. So get in contact with Kerry using our links if you want to find out. Um, about those if you want to find out more. So part of our proven process is the first thing we do is run a 90-minute meeting for the leadership team in the businesses, and there's never any charge for that at all. And we can do it virtually or we do it in person for preference, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, wonderful. All right, so let's move now on very quickly to some of the questions that our attendees had. So, and some of the things they were interested in hearing about where they, they wanted to understand organising and structure. And, and certainly EOS, the whole point of EOS is creating a structure within the organisation in order to run the organisation more efficiently. So, you, you know, that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. Um, valuing a business, what to look out for buying a business. So, so uh, you know, I, I guess where we really, um, we talked about that when we talked about, well, how is it that you can use EOS in buying a business? And the answer is through this organisational checklist um, mm -hmm. that is free, free for you to access and you can actually use that to evaluate a business. Um, and then in, in terms of we had people here who are interested in how to use things like, uh, this system for increasing profit and dealing with people. The people element, I, I just want to touch on briefly, Kerry, because I think that's super important because mm -hmm. one of the things of EOS is about having the vision and communicating the vision, isn't it, which is it so is. important yeah. for management of team. But with a, yeah, it is, absolutely. Um, but with the people side of it is very much around, you know, right people in the right seats and how how do, how do well do does everybody actually share and uh, demonstrate the values that you have in, in the business. So if you were to go to uh, everybody, every single person in your team and ask them what are the values that we stand for, whether or not they could articulate them would be one question, <laughs> number one. And secondly, it would be also a case of, well, how do, how do we might be able to recite them, but how what do we do? What's the behaviour? You know, well, give me some examples of how those things play out and maybe some anti-examples as well. So part of the EOS process is about getting the message out to your people and for the visionary the, or the whoever if you have a visionary or whether it's simply you as the head of who's an integrator who might be the head of the business, how do you get that story across? And 
demonstrate the values that you have and what they actually mean and what you're trying to achieve as a business. And it's been proven that it takes at least seven times for anybody to hear something for the first time. So it's a repeat and repeat often in order to get people to understand fully. Mm, Such a good uh, point. That whole seven, I think even from a personal perspective, sometimes you think when you're repeating things, Mm. you know, you've said it too many times, it's almost like there can't be enough times to repeat these things, can't be enough times to repeat a process so that it's embedded, can't be enough times to repeat um, the to communicate the vision to your team. But the very first starting point is that um, vision component, I think, and, and you talked about it right in the beginning of the podcast. You talked about, you know, vision is the first word that you actually mm-hmm. said. And mm-hmm. um, and I, I just think, you know, as entrepreneurs, quite often we forget. It's almost like we've got this vision sort of inside our being, but we just need a way to bring it out, put it on paper and then communicate it, communicate right. it clearly and often. <laughs> Absolutely right. Exactly. And and getting everybody coming along with you. So, um, mm. yeah, so you, you can see how all those components actually work together. So with the people component, right people, right seats, really important, understanding how to evaluate that using the accountability chart. That's mm. such a powerful tool, the accountability chart. And then understanding that you know with with your vision how get there so everybody has accountability for achieving certain components that make up that whole vision as to how we're going to get there and that's when within eos you become really good at being able to long-term predictions and short-term predictions so um, that's a process that you learn that is learned over time and based on the information that you develop by using your scorecard and other feedback mechanisms. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. All right. So another question that we had, how do we use EOS to position us to grow? Or how, what impact does it have on growth? How does that help growth? How does that underpin growth? Uh, well, it's enormous because you actually you set your targets. You know, you set you set what are you, what are your goals? What's what is our revenue goal? What is our profitability goal? What how are we going to measure how we're getting there? And what are we what will it look like? Like you describe what it's actually going to look like as part of your VTO, your vision traction organizer. It underpins the momentum that creates growth your VTO, that's what you use, that's your tool. And it's, it's a two-page strategic plan, mm-hmm. very specific. That's, and that's as simple as it gets. <laughs> I love it. No, no, I love it, Kerry. I love it, Kerry. And we've got a couple of other questions here. We had quite a few accountants who were on the webinar um, and there were some a lot of similarity in the questions that they were asking. Um, mm. it, how to free up time. Sometimes it was asked as how do I increase my revenue without working more? Um, how, how do I, you know, how do I use this um, to, to, to get away from yeah. working so hard and yeah. to get more effective, that that line of questioning. What, sure. What's your suggestion? Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a beautiful tool in EOS called Dele- it's called Delegate and Elevate, um, and I think it's available for free on the website. It's a very simple matrix that you use, and uh, freeing up your time is identifying what you love to do and what you're great at, what you don't like to do, but you're good at it, and you don't like to do and you're dreadful at it. So mm-hmm. It takes a takes discipline 
to actually go through and identify all those, like the tasks that fall into each of those categories on the matrix. And then depending on um, obviously where you're at and the size of your business, you look to be able to delegate those tasks so that you are freeing up your time. If all of those tasks that you have to do add up to 120% of the time you have available, then you're in trouble. You've yeah. got to get rid of some of them. And let's face it, you don't necessarily have to employ um, people locally. Maybe there's other resources you can outsource, you know, other resources that you can use. And it takes the discipline to sit down and actually identify all of those tasks initially and figuring out how much of your time it's using and then get rid of the ones that uh that you're currently doing that are dragging you down. For instance, don't ask me to do your accounting. <laughs> I can do it. In fact, I do do it. I can do it. I my own stuff. But boy, it's like it's last minute. I have to get it done. So yeah, just find the things that just do do that process. And it's as I'm, I'm nearly a hundred percent sure it's on the. EOS Worldwide website where you can download it. I think, a, yeah, I think it is. And and it's also in um the a link to, from the traction book. That yes. that's something that I um I remember because it is something that I identify with, you know, the the in terms of businesses that we see, you know, we see a lot of businesses mm. at exit. We get the opportunity to see, you know, businesses in their growth phase, exit phase, acquisition phase, and see the ones that uh, you, you know. Humming along most smoothly, and I highly um, uh, connect to that concept that you've just talked about about you know understanding what you're good at and what you're not good at, but what you like mm-hmm. and where your flow is. Because mm-hmm. you know when when you can work that out, where you can work out where your highest and best use is within yes. your own organisation, yeah. um, then you can organise. You, you know, work becomes far less you know the the questions become less about how do I free myself from my business because the business becomes more fulfilling on a daily basis yeah. you know well, we call it the if the the whole aim is to have what we call the EOS life which is uh, doing what you love with people you love making a huge difference being compensated appropriately with time for other passions. That's what that's the EOS life. Well, hallelujah. That just sounds fabulous. We must use that as a quotable quote. We'll use that for the quote for this episode because therein, Kerry, lies, I think, um, our very last point, which is here is the benefits of proper application. Um, and I've heard, uh, you know, I've spoken to lots of organisations that have implemented traction, the, the, the EOS um, system within their business, and that is exactly the um, you know the comment back the the concept that it creates this um, th- this joy from a business, this flow. Yeah, um, it does. You know. I mean, look, it can take eighteen months to two years to get there, but that so but that is so worth it. It just we when we start working with clients, we ask them to give themselves a mental commitment for a couple of years to get it implemented because it, it only takes that, like it, that's not a long time in the overall yeah. scheme of things. It only takes that long. And, and it is, it's simple, it's a discipline. 
So it does take time to to get it going. Well, I just want to say huge thank you for coming onto the podcast today, Kerry. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't been on the webinar, don't worry, you can access an on-demand version. We will also link straight through to Kerry. Kerry, a huge thank you once again. What a great uh, webinar, great, but great podcast to wrap up and uh, always fun talking to you, Kerry Bolton. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Joanna. Well, that's it for this episode of Talking Law. I hope you enjoyed our podcast today with the fabulous Kerry Bolton. Now, don't forget to check out our show notes if you would like access to the on-demand webinar where Kerry and I run through the EOS system and how to apply it to your business, how it can help arm your business from growth and how it can help you build for a future exit. Now, if you're interested in talking to our lawyers about anything related to exits or commercial legal issues, head over to our website at www.aspetlegal.com.au to book a free 15-minute discussion with our legal team. And of course, on the show notes of this podcast, you'll also find details of how to contact Kerry Bolton if you would like assistance either implementing EOS into your business or finding out more about what it is or building an exit strategy for your ultimate exit of your business. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. If you did, please subscribe to Talking Law on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast player to get notifications straight through to your phone whenever a new episode is out. Thanks again for listening in. This has been Joanna Oki and Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Looking for a top quality legal team to assist you in your organisation? Aspect Legal is an innovative commercial legal practice that specialises in providing fast and professional services for their clients. If you'd like to chat about how we might be able to assist you, simply head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au to book in a time for a free discussion with one of our lawyers. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au. Thank you.